and welcome to Quarantunes, the show that talks to ordinary people from around the world about how the lockdown has affected them and what music they are turning to at this strange time. In this episode, Mel talks to her class teacher, Miss Shafto, who set off on a month-long trip to Europe, only to find the country she planned to visit were going into lockdown. Cleaning, crochet and calisthenics are keeping her busy, but will COVID-19 restrictions affect her November wedding? Let's find out more. So welcome to the podcast, Miss Shafto. Tell us where you are at the moment. At the moment, I'm sitting at my dining table at home. Describe your immediate surroundings and what you can see outside the window. Sure. So from the dining table, I can see the kitchen in front of me. To my right, I can see my lounge room and out into the front yard. And then to my left, I can see my backyard out the window and it's quite sunny at the moment. And I can see Elkie, my dog, lying um, on the grass, just enjoying the sunshine. If you were not in lockdown, what would you be doing right now? I would be at school with you right now. Uh, we would have 15 minutes of the day left before you guys all went home. So we would probably be, actually it's Thursday, so we would be doing 5-6 sport. So very different. So what is the first tune you've been tuning into in this lockdown and why? It's music that I like to clean to. <laughs> So when I'm so spending a lot of time cleaning at the moment in isolation. So I've been listening to a lot of Queen and this particular song I think gets everyone in a good mood and gives you a lot of energy. Um, and it's also a song that I used in calisthenics last year. So it's got a bit of meaning for me as well. So here is Don't Stop Me Now by Queen, one of my favourite bands. on the 13th of March and we had a few nights in Singapore um, on the way there as a stopover. So we did get to Singapore and we had three nights there. Before we were due to leave Singapore, though, each morning that we would wake up in Singapore, another country that we were supposed to go to in Europe would be in lockdown. So we'd already had to, in that week before we left, uh, reschedule Italy and so we were going to go to Amsterdam and London instead after Spain and France. But then I think maybe on the Sunday or something when we woke up, France was in lockdown. And then on the Monday when we woke up, Spain was in lockdown. And we thought, okay, we'll go straight to Amsterdam. So we booked another night in Singapore to extend that a little bit and give us a bit more time. And then we managed to get our flights changed to go to Amsterdam instead of Barcelona. But then the following morning when we woke up, well, even I think that evening, it seemed like um, the whole of Europe was going into lockdown and we probably wouldn't be able to make it back to Australia if we were away for the month. So that morning we were supposed to leave Singapore. We decided to 
change our flights again and come back to Melbourne instead. So we ended up just having the four days in Singapore. What was it like? Were you stuck in a hotel or in Singapore? So in Singapore, no, it was pretty much normal. I've been to Singapore many times and the only difference was the temperature checks. It probably was a little bit less busy than I've seen it. There was still people everywhere on the streets and people in our hotel. You could still go to restaurants and all the attractions for tourists were open. There was probably just less tourists when you went to them. So we would have our temperature checked uh, at breakfast in the hotel every morning before they'd let us go into the restaurant. And it was supposed to be a buffet breakfast, which we did get on the first morning, but then every morning after that, the buffet was actually closed and we had to just order from a choice of like three different things. And that sort of indicated to me a couple of things that they didn't really have anyone staying in the hotel and that they also didn't want us touching the buffet. But apart from that, no, things in Singapore were completely normal. We were allowed to do whatever we wanted, really. Was it difficult getting information in a foreign country? In Singapore, they speak very good English. So no, at that time, uh, it wasn't as serious in Australia or Singapore yet. So it just wasn't really on our radar as a problem. What was your plane trip back like? Did you have to wear a mask? The, The plane trip there and the plane trip back were very strange. That's probably when we felt the most that there was something wrong in the world and that maybe we weren't making the best decision by going on our holiday. But the plane trip there and the plane trip back, we were on a normal sized international plane that you would expect on such a busy route that flies every day. And we would have been two of about 30 passengers, not even. Maybe on the way home, there might have been 15 of us. So the planes were very, very empty. They didn't do anything different. They just let us spread out. We didn't have to wear masks to stay sanitised or anything like that. However, we did. We had wipes and, and hand sanitizer and stuff that we used frequently on the planes and I wiped down our seats and everything with the wipes. Even when we landed back in Melbourne, they didn't give us a mask and they didn't check our temperature and they They didn't really do anything at Melbourne Airport, actually, that indicated that there was something wrong. The only thing that was different was that there was no one there. What is your next tune? This is another artist I like to clean to. Elton John puts me in a good mood and is good to listen to and sing along to when I'm cleaning. And I also got to see Elton John in January at Hanging Rock. So now when I listen to the songs, I have some memories of seeing him live. when you got back to Australia? We landed very late at night. It was almost midnight, I think. The rules about self-isolating had come in, I think, maybe two days beforehand. So we knew we were going to have to self-isolate when we got home for 14 days. They made an announcement about that. And then as we exited the plane, there was a person standing there in full protective gear handing out a pamphlet about how to self-isolate. So I assumed every person we were going to see in the airport would be dressed 
um, in all the protective gear, but they weren't. Everyone else was completely normal. And then there was just no one else landing at that time. We seemed to be the only plane that had landed in the airport. So the 15 of us went through duty-free and then through immigration. That was all normal. And then we got our suitcases and we went to, you know, where they check you to see if you've brought anything into the country you shouldn't. None of them were wearing masks. They didn't offer us any masks. They didn't check our temperature. So we left the airport just like normal and got in a taxi and came home. And then we spent the next 14 days in our house with our parents bringing us our groceries. Who were you in quarantine with? Just with my fiancé and with Elkie. Is your dog Elkie happy to have you home all day? I think so at the moment. I think the first few days she was a bit unsure why we were home so long, but I suppose she is used to having me home on the school holidays. I think it will be a harder adjustment for when I go back to work. What did you do to pass the time and keep it? We go for a walk every day to get some fresh air and get out of the house and, and for exercise. And Elkie also is a very energetic dog and needs a walk every day. The gym that I go to, we've been doing live classes online. So I, I join in on them in the lounge room. Other things that we've done to keep busy, I've read some books, watched quite a few TV series. Some I'd already seen, so I'm re-watching, and others were new that people had suggested. I tried to learn how to crochet. I haven't made anything yet. I started a jigsaw puzzle, but I haven't finished it. Done a lot of cooking as well, like a lot of people have, and some baking. We also had a, uh, we ran our own Wimbledon tennis tournament in the backyard. What did you learn from your quarantine experience? It's a good question. I think that it's important to appreciate not being busy and having quality time at home. I learned that it's important to live in a house that you like being in and making sure that it's a, it's a happy space to be in and filled with things that make you happy. There's no point uh, being unhappy in your home, especially when you've got to spend so much time in it. And I guess how important it is to me to socialize with other people and see my friends and go to work and get to see the people that I work with and see my students and, and get to see my parents as well and my other family members. What is the next tune we're going to listen to? So I am a big ABBA fan. And I've always really liked this particular song because I think a lot of people can relate to it. It's, yeah, it just makes me happy. Everyone listens when I start to sing. I'm so grateful and proud. All I want is to sing it out loud. So- Calisthenics. Tell me a bit about it. So calisthenics is a artistic sport. It's like a combination of gymnastics and ballet. It's based on classical dancing. It also involves a bit of singing and a fair bit of performance in your expression and that sort of thing, a bit like music theatre. And that's probably where my love of music theatre comes from. So it involves a few different styles and uh, items. And uh, it involves a great deal of flexibility working as a team. And we're very particular about working together and being um, exact and perfect. So we work very hard for the first half of the year 
to learn our routines, but to also be able to do them together without any mistakes. You know, you've got about 16 girls on stage all doing the exact same thing at one time. And we compete in five competitions in the second half of the year. And then we have like an end of year concert as well for the whole club. Can you train for that at home and teach? So this year I stopped performing myself. So I'm not in a team this year, but I'm still coaching because the girls that I coach are under four, it's very hard to to teach them online. So we did do a couple of videos that they could practice along with, but we're not doing any live classes. What have you found difficult during quarantine? I found it difficult to be tired because my days don't involve very much. I have trouble sleeping at nighttime. I struggle with not seeing my family and not getting to go to work and be with my students. I do enjoy having a quiet weekend every so often, but I do miss getting to do things on the weekend and see people and that sort of thing. What will be the first thing you want to do after lockdown ends? Well, I'd like to go see my parents, I guess, just to be able to go to a restaurant or something and go out for dinner or go out with friends, just get to see people again or have people come over to my house for to socialise as well. And what will be your dream after that? My dream after all of this is over is that I can get married in November. I'm hoping that we'll still be allowed to have our wedding the way we've planned to have it and that we won't have to cut back on guest numbers. Hopefully we won't have to postpone to a different date where that will be possible. So hopefully that can go ahead the way we want it to. What song do you want to play us out on? The last song is a song from Rent, which is a wonderful musical. And I just chose this one because I love musicals and I listen to musical soundtracks all the time when I'm at home. This is the song Seasons of Love from the musical Rent. 